Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I am your host, Arvilla Beckworth. I help women who've been confronted with life's challenges turn their experiences into an opportunity at a new direction in life. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies to doing life over again. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla, and this is a Hey, what's up, everybody, and thank you for joining me for another week and another episode. If you are a new listener, what's up? And if you're one of my returning listeners, welcome back. I hope last week's episode of How to Avoid Burnout helped you out. Each day I've been trying to incorporate more and more stuff to kind of encourage myself and kind of build myself back up. So I thought it was only fair to let you guys hear the same episode because I was technically talking to myself, but sometimes when you're talking to yourself, there's somebody out there that needs to hear the same message. So I hope that helps. So as promised, um, I was going to talk more about self-care. That was the fifth tip in the burnout episode. And I just wanted to make sure I gave more information on self-care as I believe it is so important to take care of self. Even with COVID going on and some people are home more than others, that doesn't mean we neglect our self-care. We still have to be diligent and taking care of our mental, emotional, and physical space. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I was reading an article on PerimeterHealthCare.com, and it was talking about what is self-care. Because a lot of people don't know. They hear it on the internet. They hear the people talk about it, but they really don't know the true meaning or definition of it. And I kind of like the way they broke it down. So I I figure I'll go ahead and read it because it may make more sense to you guys if I read it. What is self-care? Self-care is a general term that describes everything you do deliberately for mental, physical, and emotional well-being. As simple as it sounds, many of us pay little attention to self-care. That is why deliberately is one of the most important words in the definition. You need to be conscious of your well-being before you can true, excuse me, before you can achieve true self-care. It starts from the simple act like not checking the email list at night when you know it affects your sleep and extends to more important decisions like going to like going for a vacation or booking a massage when you feel you need one. Now it also states why self-care is important. Self-care encourages you to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself so that you can transmit the good feelings to others. You cannot give to others what you don't have for yourself. While some may misconstrue self-care as selfish, it is far from that. When you pay adequate attention to your well-being, you're not considering your needs alone. You're 
reinventing, re-energizing yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself for the people around you. Everyone around you also benefits from the renewed energy and joy you exhibit. So I thought that was pretty well-renowned when they talked about what self-care is and why it's important. Because a lot of people don't know. Uh, Like I said, they hear about it, but they don't technically know what it means to them. And um, as I was going through the article, it was just talking about how the benefits of self-care makes us feel emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and how important it is that once we pay attention to it, how better we feel. And it's not always when they talk about physical health that makes us feel good. I know it's good to sweat. I know it's good to work out. But mentally, emotionally, we also have to work on those muscles as well. Because even though you may be strong physically, if you're not mentally strong or emotionally strong, it kind of defeats the purpose. And the one thing that I have been working on is getting enough sleep for my self-care. Now, I wish I can take naps, but for some reason, my body just, I guess it's always going. So to take a nap is like foreign to my body. So it doesn't allow me to take a nap. And I think it probably would help me if I just take time out my day and just take a nap. But getting enough sleep is self-care because we can become sleep deprived and it takes a toll on our physical and mental health as well. So we got to make sure if we're working hard and playing hard, we got to be able to allow our body to rest. And also we need to eat better. I'm guilty of not eating at my best. Sometimes I start a good healthy lifestyle and then after four to six weeks, I kind of start to fall off because I kind of get bored with the choices or I get lazy of going to go to the grocery store to get those choices. But being able to eat healthy and not always eating sweets and carbs where my body's getting that quick spike and then it's dropping me way back down. I got to be able to have a healthy lifestyle where I'm giving myself nutritious food, food that fills me up without being full and giving me constant energy. So I got to make sure that I'm eating better as well. Also, you want to identify the things that matter to you. Is it your family, your job, um, the lifestyle you have? It could be challenging to figure out what it is initially, but take some time out and figure out exactly what's important to you. Why do you do what you do? How do you want to be remembered when you're gone? You know, things of that matter. So you want to sit down and know that everything that seems to be important at the time is not really important. So take the time out and actually see, okay, how do I want to live my life and how do I want to spend time with the loved ones that I have and be intentional with my time? And you also want to change your mindset. Um, sometimes our mindset keeps us in that mind frame that we can't or the what if. So we have to be able to be thankful for the stuff that we do have, focus on the positive because it's so easy to focus on negative when you see it in the news and when you see it on social media, when you hear it all around you, when you don't keep gratitude and affirmations in front of you, it's easy to have a negative mindset and everything that's around you adopts a negative you know, connotation to it. So just make sure that you have 
either a journal where you're writing down affirmations, writing down scriptures, writing writing down things that you're thankful for. So that way, when things kind of get tough mentally, you know, okay, you know what? I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my health. My life is not all that bad. I just need to focus on what's really important to me and what I really appreciate for. And the ability to say no. I'm guilty of this as well. I'm the person that enjoys helping people. They ask me to help them with, you know, moving, finances, how to do. And I'll say yes, 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 all the time. Not thinking, well, my body might be tired. I don't need to do that. I need to just say no and be okay with it. But then it kind of gets in my head where I I feel guilty when I tell people no, because it's like, you know, you can do it. I mean, it's only going to take this long. But in actuality, my body says, you've already gave all you can give for the week. It's okay to say no. And it took me a while to say no, because it's like, well, no, I can't. But then all of a sudden, by the end of the conversation, I'm over there help, helping someone move or helping someone go somewhere when I should have just said no. So instead of saying yes to everything that everyone's throwing your way, it's okay to say no. And if it's hard for you to tell people no, practice. Write out different scenarios where you can say no without feeling guilty. Because understand, people don't know what your workload is. They don't know that you're burnout. They don't know that you're not (laughs) taking care of yourself. So, of course, they're going to ask you to do stuff. And as long as you say, yeah, they're going to keep on taking, taking, taking. And you got to understand you only have so much to give to yourself. And if you're even giving from yourself, you can't help anybody else. And self-care, you guys got to understand it's personal. Everyone's going to have their reasons for self-care and what they do to do self-care. But you have to figure out what do you need? What's going to help you become healthy and build your body back up and make you feel well equipped to work every day and do what you do? Because I know we want to do everything in one day or in one sitting and feel accomplished. But sometimes you may just have to take a break. You may want to finish that whole book in one night, but you may can only finish a chapter and then get back to it tomorrow. But knowing your boundaries, it's all is all also another biggie, which I talked about in the last episode. Knowing what you can and cannot do, where mentally your mind's like, I can do it. I can go move. I can go um, watch another two-hour movie, and your body's like, No, you can't. You really can't. You need to rest. You need to lay down. You need to remove yourself from social media. You need to remove yourself from the television and binge watching on Netflix. You need to close your eyes and rest. So you got to be able to set boundaries and know on certain times you're not going to be do everything. You're not going to be able to do everything. So I want to give you guys a few things that can jumpstart your self-care. Ideally, self-care daily is optimal, but some people can't get it in So every day. So every couple of days, definitely every week, if you can get it in, don't let it go to every month because you're basically pushing your body almost 29 days out the, the month to try to squeeze in the self-care day. So make sure you're just being mindful of what your body needs daily. 
And if you're like me and a planner, there's a a space where you have your to-do list, what's your top priority, put self-care in that spot. And it could be something as simple as take a bath, you know, like a detox bath, take a walk outside, write in your journal, do a brain dump, take that nap, watch the sunrise, do a spa day, write 10 things you are grateful for, practice yoga, meditate, give someone a hug. If you have animals, play with the animals. Turn your phone off. And that's a big one. Some people are so afraid that they turn their phone off, they're going to miss what's coming through it via either social media, a phone call, an email. But that's self-care, you guys. Turn your phone off and allow yourself to wind down and remove yourself from electronics. Maybe you like to color, draw, you know, go back to that arts, that art you know, the artness about you, if you like painting, if you like drawing, if you like music, the things that you did as a child, try to go back and remember those things that made you happy. Is it going outside to ride a bike? Is it playing uh, jumping jacks or jump roping? And I know a lot of us are up in age, so we're probably not doing a lot of those physical activities we did as kids. But I'm just saying the thought of a child is that they can do it without a problem. So just kind of go back to, and just think of some of those things that you really enjoy. But a couple of more things that I wanted to give you guys. Um, take long showers. Look at old photos. For me, sometimes looking at old photos and remembering that certain place I visit on a vacation or that certain person allows me to build myself back up. Say I love you in the mirror. I know a lot of people don't do that. It seems like it's foreign to look in the mirror and say, I love you. So you're like standing there like, I love you. You know, just kind of like awkwardly saying it. But you got to tell yourself that you love you because everybody may not tell you every day, but you can tell yourself every day. Go have a picnic. We're so used to staying inside and eating in the house. Do something different. Take yourself out to eat. Go have a picnic. Lie down in the bed, uh, make a vision board. Maybe you need to start dreaming again, and that's why you feel so burnt out because you're working towards no goal. So maybe it's just coming back to it and just figuring out what you want to do in life. Get a professional massage, sing, pray, go fishing, read a book, crochet if you do it. Talk with the old friend. If your life has gotten so busy that you have not connected with family and friends, maybe that's your self-care. And maybe if you really think about it, that's something you've always enjoyed, checking in with family and friends and seeing how they're doing and just having that conversation back and forth just makes you feel better knowing that the person that you love is doing well, doing well also. Now, with that being said, This week's homework, I want you guys to find at least five things you can do for self-care. Like I said, ideally, I would love for you to do self-care daily, 
but I know sometimes that's not possible. If you can schedule a couple of times a week, definitely once a week, find things that you can do that not only uplift you, but that fill your cup back up, that allows you to rest, that allows you to re-energize, that allows you to be the best that you can be. Because the world, it beats us up enough. And with everything going on with race and politics and COVID and just unemployment, it's just so much going on right now. You don't need another thing added onto your shoulder to weigh you down and keep you frustrated. So please find ways that you can encourage yourself. If you need additional help, do not be afraid to seek additional uh, professional help. Because sometimes you can get to the point of burnout where you cannot bring yourself back. Go to your local church and meet with the pastor. Um, most jobs have an employee uh, assistance program where they offer four to five free counseling sessions. Check that out. And if you don't have either one, go online. They have betterhelp.com that offers online counseling. So it's basically virtual. You do it either via text via a video and I believe a phone but I'm not sure just make sure you do your research but there are options out there that you can seek additional help if you are beyond the need of burnout and really need some help to get rope back in I hope this week episode helps like always keep smiling and make sure you're doing your self care until next time Thank you for listening to a Second Chance at Live podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a Second Chance at Life.